Hi kids, and welcome back to Sunday School Online. We are currently going through the Gospel Project curriculum, which takes us through the Bible in three whole years, which means we're going to be going all the way from Genesis to Revelation during that time. Last time, we saw Jesus tempted out in the wilderness by Satan. See, he resisted the temptation with scripture or with God's word, and he fought back, and Jesus never sinned. This week, we're going to be talking about how John the Baptist pointed people to Jesus. See, hundreds of years before Jesus was born, the prophets had spoken about a forerunner or someone who would come to prepare and make way the way for the Messiah. Essentially, his job was he was going to get people ready for God's arrival. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, it says this, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. See, at just at the right time in history, John came baptizing people in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. See, the, this baptism was an outward sign for people that they were turning away from their sins and turning back to God. So essentially, John was filling this messenger's role. He was preparing people for the arrival of the Messiah. But then Jesus' disciples came, or Jesus and his disciples went out to the countryside actually, and all the people from the towns started to gather around Jesus and his disciples. And Jesus' disciples were then baptizing people. And this started kind of a argument between John's disciples and Jesus' disciples. The Bible says in John chapter 3, 22 through 31, After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John also was baptizing at Anon, near Salim, because water was plentiful there, and the people were coming and being baptized. For John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who is with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he's he is baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, A person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. We see in today's passage that John's followers, his disciples, were actually concerned about what they saw Jesus and his disciples doing. And they were wondering, John, why aren't you worried that Jesus and his disciples are taking and gathering more people than we are? I mean, doesn't that concern you? And John takes a moment to explain a few things to his disciples about himself and about who Jesus is. First, who was John and Jesus? John made it clear that he was not the Christ that he wasn't the bridegroom and he wasn't the Messiah, but he was a friend of the one who was to come. See, Jesus was the bridegroom, and even uh, John even said and pointed out that Jesus was the lamb, the sacrificial lamb that would take away the sins of the world. Well, where did John and Jesus come from? John came from earth, and he was of the earth, and he belonged to it. 
Yet Jesus, he said, came from above. And that means Jesus is from heaven and he's above all else. Next, what did they do? Well, John said, Jesus must increase and I must decrease. See, John said he was a witness to the light and that he was going to point people toward Jesus, the Messiah. Yet Jesus was the one who was going to be the Messiah. He was the word of God. He was the son of God who had come to take the sins of the world upon himself and that he would baptize others in the Holy Spirit. Finally, why was John and Jesus here? John made it very clear that he said he went before Jesus and rejoiced in him. See, John's job was to point people and get people ready for Jesus Christ. Jesus' job and his purpose was to save the world from its sin. See, Jesus came to give eternal life. And in fact, in John chapter 3, verse 36, just a few more verses from what we read today, it says this, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Now, why could John say in today's passage that his joy was complete? I mean, he was losing followers to Jesus and his ministry. He was pretty much being unfriended or unfollowed on Twitter, right? That's kind of how we would view it today. But John made a very clear point. My joy is complete when he sees Jesus increase. But how could John have that attitude? Well, John knew the one that whom he was preparing people for was here. See, the time had come for John to step aside in his ministry and to allow Jesus to take the spotlight. John's mission was complete. And eventually, John was going to be put into prison. He wasn't going to be able to do baptism ministry anymore. And eventually, he would be beheaded and killed. The sad part about all of this is, though, that not many people believed in Jesus Christ. See, it says in verse 32 that they did not receive him or they didn't understand Jesus' message. John pointed out about this, though, that whoever believes in Jesus believes in God because the Father had sent the Son. Well, the Father loves the Son, and the Son has been given power over everything. Whoever believes in the Son, that's Jesus Christ, will have eternal life. That's what we saw today. But to the person that refuses to believe in Jesus Christ, that just they don't understand what Jesus was talking about, unfortunately, there's judgment that's waiting for them. So today, we see that John the Baptist told people and got them ready for Jesus Christ the Messiah. Yet, he also said that he must decrease and that Christ must increase. John joyfully stepped aside so that Jesus could take the spotlight as Jesus began his earthly ministry over the next three years. Now we learn a wonderful attitude from John today that we need to take to heart. The fact of the matter is John humbled himself and put himself and his ministry aside so that he could point others to Jesus. And we should be willing to do the same. See, when we trust in Christ, it's now our job or our ministry to share with others about what Jesus Christ has done for them. Though sometimes we tend to get in the way, right? I mean, we want to make things about ourselves sometimes because we're self-centered people and we have a sin nature. See, we have this desire to want to be known, to be famous, to be rich, for everyone to follow us, for everyone to look at us. And we can certainly get this way uh, with a self-centered attitude and start saying, hey, look at me, look at me. But the problem is today's passage 
points out that we need to be pointing other people to Jesus. Here's the reason why. Jesus alone can save them. See, if we point people to ourselves, we're unable to help them in their desperate times of need. But Jesus is always able to help, no matter what. So today we learned that I must decrease and Jesus Christ must increase. We need to follow John's example of humbling ourselves and putting ourselves aside so that we can focus on doing what the right thing is and pointing other people to Jesus Christ. So this week, if you're talking with your friends, or you're talking with your family, maybe you're video calling them, or maybe you're in school or something like that, I mean, think about something that Jesus Christ has been doing in your life and share with the other people about that. That's one way of making this life not all about you, but pointing people to Jesus Christ. Remember, I must decrease, Jesus Christ must increase. Well, I hope you guys all have a great week. We really do miss you here at Garden Chapel, and I can't wait to have you guys all back here to hear about everything you've been doing over the last couple weeks. Know that we're all praying for you here. Bye.